This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Oh, you're not tiny? You're very, very tiny? Well, hello there, teeny tiny friends. I'm joined today by Scarlet the Squirrel. Thanks for coming, Scarlet. Scarlet speaks very, very quietly, so you may not be able to make out what she's saying. Scarlet, are you ready for our story? Oh, Scarlet. She says she has a story for me about a squirrel. Her cousin, Malcolm, who got his tail stuck in a bird feeder and needed Scarlet to pull him out. Okay, Scarlet, I want all the details after this story. So, tiny people and teeny tiny people and Scarlet, let's listen to our story. Humphrey wants to nap. Humphrey laid his little squirrel head down in his little squirrel bed, closed his big squirrely eyes, shut them tight. <gasps> oh yes, he thought, this is just right. A stream of afternoon sun came in the window as Humphrey nestled deeper into his twig pillow. Mmm, he murmured, aren't naps the best? Everyone can use a little rest. But just as Humphrey felt his body go slack, out of nowhere came a loud thwack. Humphrey opened one eye and peered around, but now it was quiet. There wasn't a sound. Then, thwack, thwack, thwack. Humphrey popped up in bed. The sound was back. My precious nap, Humphrey thought. I cannot skip it. He stuck out his bottom lip and his top lip. Well, he bit it. The nap must go on, Humphrey vowed. I will not submit. I will not be cowed by this barrage of thwacks I hear. That much, he thought, was clear. But the thwacks kept coming, and Humphrey's bedroom started thrumming. Humphrey grabbed an acorn, then a second. I can use these as earplugs, he reckoned. Humphrey perked up his ears and gingerly pushed the acorns in and waited to see if they'd block out the din. But there was a pause in the thwacking, then a big thwack. Humphrey knew his acorns were lacking. Ugh, he groaned and plopped on his bed. I need a nap, he yelled and put his pillow over his head. My naps are so special to me. They keep me rested, healthy, and happy. Before my naps, I'm cranky and tired. If I don't take one, I'll feel lousy and wired. I need a nap, he yelled again, as if the thwacker might hear him. But the thwacks kept coming louder, as if they were coming near him. Humphrey got up and peered out his treetop window, and that's when he saw the commotion below. Way, way down at the bottom of the tree, a child, a human child, was jumping with glee. In a circle around her, other children stood as she raised something high, a bat made of wood. Then she swung it wildly and it landed with a thwack, square on the top of a piñata's back. A piñata, Humphrey thought. I've seen one before. I had one at my party when I turned four. But these children are barely making a dent. At this rate, my time for nap will be spent. I need a nap, that's all that matters and he devised a plan to have that piñata in tatters. He enlisted the help of an owl named Mo, who'd also been bothered by the thwacking below. 
Once Mo knew the plan, he found a good place to hide. Humphrey slipped out of the tree and climbed down the side. As Humphrey crept down, the sun warmed his back, and he jumped slightly with each futile thwack. The piñata swung to and fro, undamaged and strong. Good grief, Humphrey thought, this is taking so long. Humphrey perched himself behind a big bird's nest, as the children continued to thwack with great zest. When he was close enough, Humphrey yelled, Kitty-kee! Kitty-kee! And down bolted Mo, soaring out of a tree. Mo's wings were spread wide as he flitted overhead. Oh yes, Humphrey thought, soon I'll be in bed. Mo squawked and hooted as he darted about, his feathers brushing the children, freaking them out. The thwacking had ceased. The children all stared at Mo. Humphrey knew it was time to go. He snuck down the rope the piñata hung from. Whatever's in there, he thought. I'd like to have some. While Moe distracted, Humphrey extracted his sharpest claw, and using it like a tiny saw, he cut a slit in that piñata's side, then scurried up the rope to hide. Moe was flying loops in the air and then saw Humphrey had finished his work with his claw. Moe was dizzy and glad to relax and flew away to await any more thwacks. The children, dazed from Moe's show, took a moment to rest, then one shouted, All right, go! A small boy pulled the bat up behind his back, then swung it hard, landing with a loud thwack. All it took was that one swing, and the piñata opened, dumping out everything. Stickers, toys, glitter glues, bracelets, rings, temporary tattoos. The children gasped in delight as they stooped to gather everything in sight. Above, Humphrey watched them scour the lawn. Then he waved to Mo and stifled a yawn. Boy, Humphrey thought, that was a snap. He climbed into his bed and took a long nap. Three hours later, Humphrey opened an eye. He poked his head out the tree to see what he could spy. The children had scraped that yard clean, but Humphrey spied something amidst all the green. He crept down the tree and plopped on the ground and picked up the small something, the something he'd found. It was a ring, but it fit like a crown on Humphrey's small head. Ooh, this is a very nice prize, Humphrey said. He straightened his crown and then turned to go, but then he remembered, I need one for Mo. He glanced around and was excited to see another ring just for Mo, and this one was glittery. Humphrey climbed up Mo's tree and peeked in his window. Mo was just now rising from his pillow. He invited Humphrey in and they wore their crowns and shared stories of their other nap-related glories. Because, you see, as these friends will attest, there is nothing more important than getting your rest. Scarlet? Scarlet? Where'd she go? Oh, she went to get her crown that she wore last Halloween. Scarlet, you look phenomenal. I love it. Did you like the story? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says she really liked the whole naps are amazing theme because she loves naps, but she's questioning how realistic the whole piñata thing was. Scarlet, it's fiction. It's just a story. Maybe you can rewrite the ending and send me a new draft, okay? 
All right, well, I hope you guys enjoyed the story. Special thanks today go out to Greta the guinea pig, who hopped over to share her crackers and grapes with me. Yum. Thanks also to Henry the Hamster, who sang me one of his legendary songs to calm me down when I got frustrated with my microphone. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Little Stories for Tiny People. If you enjoyed this story, please consider sharing the podcast with some friends. We'll be back in two weeks with a new story. 